Welcome to the High Vibe Tribe podcast with me, your host, Dawn Owen. I'm a wife, a mom, and an entrepreneur, a speaker, a zero BS coach, and a lover of the high vibe life. I help business leaders like you create huge breakthroughs in their life and business so that you can achieve the freedom and impact you want and deserve. In this podcast, you will hear me talk all about mindset, money, and magic. The power trio that I know will get you where you want to go fast. This is the High Vibe Tribe podcast. Okay, so let's get to it and introduce my guest for today. Now, she's the founder of Pudding and Pie. She's a published author. She's an award winner. She's super glam. And she's become a great friend over the past 18 months. And she's also our first returning guest. What an accolade. I mean, I feel like I need confetti canyons and stuff. It's Nikki Talbot. Hello. Hello, how are you doing? I'm very good, thank you. I'm very good. So Nikki has been on the podcast before. So it's episode 15, 24th of May, 2023. We're going to link it in the show notes. If you haven't listened already, I mean, why would you not have listened already? But I've invited her back today because I want to talk really about the last, I was going to say 12 months, but it's not even that since we spoke last. But I know that you are looking big time to grow your business, yourself, and the yourself part, I suppose, doing in two, hand in hand with the business, I know, but like you've written a book and you want to do more speaking as well. So that is personal and professional development, I think. So before we start any of that, just give us a little overview of what Pudding and Pie is. If there are any people out there, naughty people, who have not listened to the previous episode. <laughs> Thank you, Dawn. So, yeah, Put it briefly, I set up Pudding and Pie in 2012. I'd had enjoyed 12 years of corporate life as training manager within finance. And like lots of people, something monumental happened, uh, which made me really look at what I was doing and why I'm actually on this earth. So we had our boys very prematurely and born at 25 weeks. And that was twin boys to start off with. And then we had another pregnancy, which was 30 weeks. And I really did just want to understand nutrition. My first baby came home at three pounds 10, weighing three pounds 10 when he was three months of age. And for any of you mums or dads that's out there knows that's really small for a three month old baby. And I became absolutely hooked on the power of food, what it can do for us. Um, I set up Pudding and Pie in 2012. um, And I teach in schools, in nurseries. We've taught over 125,000 children now. I have done the sums time and time again, just to double check. (laughs) And um, I now have a small team um, that are spreading the joys of food, glorious food, um, with all those schools and nurseries. I absolutely love that, many aspects of that, which I won't go into them all today because we've got them on the previous podcast. But I think we talked last time about your why and being connected to your business. And, you know, yours is one of the biggest that I've ever seen. And you also talk about, you know, 
something monumental happening and I think that happens to a lot of us particularly women in business we've got that corporate career we're doing really well and then we're just like I think as it says on my website one day I think fuck this shit we are going to do you know we're going to go into business for ourselves because that's going to be so much easier oh (laughs) oh, how we laugh at ourselves (laughs) so yeah I you know many aspects there and like I said go listen to the other episode if you want to know more about that So today, like I said, I want to talk about these growth plans that you've got for your business. So your business has been going nearly 12 years now, Mm -hmm. which is an achievement in itself. And I think for some people, you know, whether you're one year, six months or five years in business, you wonder like, am I going to get to 12 years? Am I going to make it there? And is it just going to be like it is now, which is fine for some people? Or am I going to take that leap and kind of grow the business? So I'd love to know a bit about your decision behind, okay, I'm going to grow this business and, you know, all the things to do with that, really. It's a really good question, Dawn, and it's one, actually, believe it or not, that I ask myself quite a lot. And <laughs> when I meet new people, I actually have a real mix of pride and embarrassment when I say that I've been in business for nearly 12 years. The reason I have embarrassment is because I would envisage somebody that's been in business for this period of time to be in a different position to the one that I'm in. Right. And I've always absolutely really loved what I do and have a very strong sense of belief that I'm doing something very worthwhile. But the more and more people that I would meet, whether it's through networking, whether it's through family and friends, successful people... And I used to think, how come they're earning that kind of money? Mm -hmm. By the way, I'm completely transparent and I'll never pretend that I do my business just for one reason. Mm -hmm. I will be honest. Of course, it has to be fulfilling. I have to believe in in what it is that, that we're doing. But I really want to earn decent money and leave a legacy behind for my children. Oh, I love that. There's far um, too many women in particular. And when, you know, they might come to me for coaching and they wonder why they're not earning the money. And it's because they've got this embarrassment about saying, I want to earn a shit ton of money. You know, either I've got kids or the kids have grown up. I want to do stuff. I like nice things. I like nice shoes. I like nice holidays. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. So definitely applaud you for that. Well, it's deeply personal, isn't it? Mm. Money and what my how I want to spend my money or not spend it may be completely different from yours. It's not a right or wrong, but for me, money means choices. Yes, it means options, yeah. and kind of linked in with another part of my business that I really want to go through with this moving forward in terms of motivational speaking. I've learned so much in these past almost twelve years. I've learned a lot about navigating my way through business life mm. the curveballs that come whacking you in the face <laughs> yes the, the highs the lows and I honestly genuinely really want to share that with more and more people because I want people to feel that they're not alone yeah that those same insecurities those same frustrations and problems happen to us all the difference between somebody that's successful and somebody that's not is the ones that give him that further towel him yes and it's almost like about sharing how I've got through various different pretty awful things actually Mm. to say do you know what it can be done it really can so the investment in myself you're quite right it's it's about personal development as Mm. well as the business Mm. and I don't know about you Dawn but this age now 
I am 47 next month and I literally feel like I'm just starting oh god 100% when I look around and think when my mum was my age well actually she wasn't an old one let's go to my nan for instance when my nan was my age she was a great head rain hat trolley pulling old lady and you know was had worked in a life but had finished and that's I can't see me finishing anytime soon or anytime long either it's just like I do you right I feel like I'm just getting going and I've got all this knowledge now and experience that I can use to you know to catapult me forward so I'm just gearing up to get going definitely yeah, and it is about that sort of the parts of your life that you go, okay, this does me good for my business, but actually I really want to do this. I really want to do it for me. Yeah. And for, for those of you that are listening, I have just invested um, in myself a large investment of my time and my money mm. in a 12-month program with Expert Empires. And a big part of that is being able to focus on what it is that I want to achieve within these next 12 months. I think it, it, it really is good to do this. Yeah. And I feel very lucky that I'm able, that I'm in a position to be able to do it. Well, before we go on with the story anymore, let's just talk about that. Because I was with you at the conference when you made that investment. And, you know, the funny thing is, so I'd said to Nikki, I didn't know she was going until just before we didn't go together as such. But we saw each other there and I was like, you need to sit on your hands because they're going to offer this, that. And she's like, yeah, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And then I just looked back in the conference room and there she was waving a credit card in the air. It wasn't exactly like that. But yeah, <laughs> but the point is, because it is a significant five figure. So it's, you know, they're hefty price tags. And you were saying to me, oh, my God, you know, I feel sick. I'm shaking and whatever. And I, I said to you, oh, that's just a sign that you're doing the right thing kind of thing. You know, and it's I think it's it doesn't matter how much it is. If it's more than you've kind of got and you're stretching yourself, then, you know, it's always a scary investment. But I do think that those feelings indicate that it is the right thing. And so could you just talk to the listeners a bit about what went through your head at that time to kind of, you know, get your credit card out and start wanging it around the place that kind of made you think, right, this is what I need to, you know, why I need to do this? I think it's um, because of it's the actual opportunity is all encompassing. It's not Mm -hmm. one particular area. It it covers all areas, which really meant a lot to me. Mm -hmm. I think the fact that I knew people like Dawn that Mm -hmm. had invested in it herself, that does help. Mm -hmm. And I'll be really honest that I do believe in, you know, serendipity as well. Yes. Yeah. And that weirdly enough, the following day, so it was a Thursday um, I made the investment. The following day on the Friday, I was going to have the last part of some money from my dad's estate mm-hmm. come through. And I just felt that the stars were aligned. Yeah. I wouldn't have been in a position to do that. Mm-hmm. And even that makes me even feel even more sick because I don't want to let my dad down. Yeah. And I want to make him proud and to be do, using the money in, you know, mm-hmm. a, a really good way I think it was just enough is enough yeah I want to be able to to just get to that next level yeah and and that's it I think that happens to people a lot that enough is enough moment whether it's enough is enough I'm sick of feeling like this or enough is enough I want to go to the next level whatever it is it's a big enough catalyst that makes you want to take some you know big make some big bold moves and 
you know, most of the time that does involve in investing in yourself. And I always say to people that I'm working with as well, look, you want people to invest in you, but you're not prepared to invest in yourself. How does that work? You know, again, let's get a bit in the woo here. You talk about energy, you know, so you want people to invest in you, but you're not prepared to invest in yourself. It doesn't really give off the right signals. So yeah, 100%. So what are the big growth plans then? What does that look like? So specifically, I have, so last year, I'm still getting used to saying last year. I know, yeah. <laughs> on the 8th of January. So last year, I I had managed to secure 10 new settings. So a setting is a school or a private okay. nursery. This year is 15. And I've worked back the figures because I want to get to the six figure point in my business. And that is the first stepping stone. And actually, even 12 months ago, I would not have believed that I'd be talking like this, but I yeah. really can see the, I have the vision. Um, the self-belief is a really important part of it, isn't it? Yes. And it's all very well saying, taking a thing, you know, your finger in the, the air and plucking a number out of the yeah. sky. For me, it has to be practical. It has to be do, stretch, a, a stretch, but yep. still doable. And actually, yeah. how am I going to do that? I can yes. say that, but then what are the milestones that's that I have to take between now and then. Mm-hmm. So a big part of that is getting the right people around me, which we can talk about in a moment. But the, the three main areas really are growing the business within a new territory. Mm-hmm. Um, my book that yourself, Dawn, has been very kindly involved with, it's my third book. My first was a recipe book. Mm-hmm. The second was a collaboration book that I did last year with other practitioners uh, to do with how... the what we do helps children's cognitive development and then this third one is my baby this is about Mm. my own personal life story and I always said that even if I nobody ever read it but I just finished it then I would be achieving what I wanted to achieve and it goes hand in hand really with my last goal which is about helping more I say women in business it doesn't have to be women but helping more women in business with a little bit of a toolkit on how to cope through challenging times. Yeah. So my book is about taking from grief to grit mm-hmm. and how that actually manifests. So those are kind very of... Very good. Things. It's very good. <laughs> I can't say anymore. <laughs> She's like got a disclaimer on this. Yeah. <laughs> um, another disclaimer. So, yeah, those are the three major areas, really. Mm-hmm. So the growing of the territory, that's where you've recognised you need more people in the business because I suppose you probably could do it yourself, but I'm going to lump myself in your box. We're a little bit older now and we want to do other things with our lives as well. We don't want to, you know, and I always talk about there's this thing of like hustle isn't a hustle hustle. And for me, there's a difference between just putting in some hard work and the hustle mindset is that push got to keep going got to keep going got to keep going you know got to work five in the morning till midnight and you know burn yourself out whereas I like to talk about grace and ease and I think we can do that I think we can have the businesses that we want and do it with grace and ease and I suppose that's where growing your team comes in a hundred percent and you know I look at now pudding and pie as a business teaches 645 children a week wow now I can't do that myself so a big block for me which I think is up for a lot of women a lot of people in at this stage of their business is about trusting other people yes coming out of the business and trusting other people to do it and actually something that somebody said not to me personally but I was listening to a podcast and it really struck a chord and they were saying 
you can do your business at 100% capability. And you don't want to take other people into your world because they may only function at 70%. Mm-hmm. If I carried on just me on my own, and let's say I reached 500 children in one week, if I then get other people involved, which I do now, I'm reaching more children. So is mm-hmm. it not better to reach more children, in your case, more women, in my yeah. case, more children, at that 70% than not at all? Yeah, 100%. And that is a no-brainer to me. Yeah, of course it is. And do you think, because I, so I think that ego plays a part in that. And, you know, people don't like the word ego because it has negative connotations. I'm not really saying it like that, but it's like, of course no one can coach the people as well as I can. Of course the all the clients want me. But actually if I build something that has my framework and has my teachings and somebody else is doing it then, of course, that also makes it more accessible for people. I think it's a bit like, you know, when you go to the hairdressers and, you know, as long as it's not, I was going to say Jones on the corner or whatever, but like a proper salon, they have the head stylist, they have the junior stylist, they have the top colour person, the next colour person, and they have different price points as well. So I suppose it's just like that, really. It is. It's exactly that. And you know, some of the members of my team, my freelancers, they will, when they're first starting out, say, oh, you know, I can't do it like you and you're really natural. And I'm like, well, hold on a minute. First of all, you've just started doing this. It's been your first week. I've been doing this for 11, 12 years. You don't expect yourself to. But also, probably more importantly, be you. I don't want to replicate 100 Nickies because you will have your own individuality that I want you to explore. So that also is really important to me. So I think that's a big, a big obstacle for us to overcome, really Mm. getting over yourself. Yeah. That there are other people that are as brilliant as you. And yeah, so I've, at the end of last year, I've cut back massively. So as I said, we're teaching 645 children a week. And I only teach now six classes. No. So I'm so sorry about my dog. What's the dog um, called? George. A guest appearance by George on the High Vibe podcast. Um, it's real life for you. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 it is about taking that step back to take that step forward. Yeah, so I want to j- talk about step back. I want to just wind back a bit because I know from reading your excellent book that you did franchise pudding and pie at one point mm-hmm. which obviously that's not a model now if you're doing this now mm-hmm. so can you kind of talk about that because I think it's really important that people know you know sometimes things don't work out the way we want them to and sometimes that's a great thing as well massively and with the, fr- the franchising I was very let's say I was very naive very keen <laughs> I was like I can do this myself. Yeah. So I went off and uh, I knew that I needed to put an agreement together. I knew that I needed to have um, a training manual. So I did all that. And I really, I, I could see what other people were charging for a franchise fee. And I was yeah. like, what? That's ridiculous. <laughs> and I knew it was really important. Or it was really important to me that I had, that I wasn't, it wasn't a barrier. Yeah. That the finances wasn't a barrier for somebody. That it was the right person. I franchised it and had about six, maybe seven franchisees. And the problem was, I don't think that they understood how difficult it is, Mm, how difficult it is to be in business. And I wondered whether I was expecting too much because I want somebody that is brilliant with children 
that it has you know is handy with food mm. it doesn't have to be a chef or anything mm. like that but somebody that's you know comfortable confident around food a good communicator but they also needed to go and find their own business yes uh, a salesperson as well yeah now nobody can sell your business like yourself no. yeah and I would never ever class myself as a salesperson however I absolutely love selling pudding and pie to schools and nurseries now because I serve them. Yes. I know what difference I can make to their children, to mm. their pupils. And again, with experience now, because I have so many head teachers or carers saying, wow, I'm, I don't know, we've got, we had a real problem with children coming into school when they know that they've got pudding and pie, mm. they're just coming yeah. through the door. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, We've got problems with, because all the classes are, are, are more than cooking, it's mm. um, they're cross-curricular. Right. So we're teaching science at the same time. We're teaching numeracy at the same time, all the way from EYFS, which is early years. Okay. All the way up through the national curriculum to year six. So we might do the same recipe mm -hmm. all week, but we're in different settings. Okay. So, for example, we've done carrot and courgette cake today. Mm -hmm. Nicer than it sounds, I promise you. <laughs> And we're talking about, you know, I don't know, the vegetables and they're grating them and all the rest of it. But for the older children, we talk about raising agents. Right. We okay. talk about, we'll go that next level. We go deeper yes. within yeah. the knowledge. So I think for those of you that are listening that have got businesses, if you can, if you're a bit icky about sales, if mm. you can turn it around in your head to your doing your customers a disservice and how much benefit you can offer. Mm -hmm that does make a difference certainly for me it did yeah same for me I think uh, you know I heard somebody say money is just the mechanism that we've created to you know be able to buy and sell stuff if you think about it in terms of value you know do you think the value that you give is equal to that amount of money well my my answer to that would be if you don't you probably want to look at what you're doing because you should you know know that what you do is really good and so, you know, with my coaching, I look and I know that I bring that and more value to the client than I'm asking them to pay. And very much so from there with what you've described. So it is a great, a great twist in the selling thing. And actually, I did have Jack Duggan from Expert Empires on oh, yeah. podcast talking about sales. So I'll also link that in if you are feeling a bit icky about sales. And I know a lot of people do. It's just, you know, simple language shifts and mindset shifts, really. So it, it really is. It, and it's about the message that you tell yourself, those yeah. words that you're using again uh, uh, yourself. For mm. me, a massive part of it is, we have got something like 190,000 children that are classed as obese in the UK. Wow. wow. Now, for me, that is staggering. Yeah. And it, it is, it's, there's more to this, isn't there? There is more mm. than just going into school and teaching them nutrition. And actually, I've been really fortunate that I've had schools that have recognised this and have got funding for me to involve the community and their families oh, as well. Okay, right. Yeah. Um, and that piece is really important if yeah. they have access to it. You know, it, it is the the that the epidemic. It is the the, the health and nutrition, but e even the um, the mindfulness that cooking actually brings in as well. It is amazing to see the shyest child begin to grow and to have that spark in their eye and begin to hold their hand up. Yeah. Um, you know, we've I, I believe one in six primary school children will suffer from some mental health um, mm. condition. Mm. And this is why I am so passionate about it. 
because we can bring so much joy to to children yeah so it does sound like a bit of a sales pitch but i strongly believe in it yeah I'm, yeah and again you know if we just take out the word sell and sales pitch it's not is it it's just fact and you know you guys can't see nikki but you know you light up when you're talking about that and i think that's what's super super important so you mentioned there a little bit about the kind of people that you're looking for because i know you're on a, a big push to attract more people to your team so what kind of people are you looking for are good fits for pudding and pie only really amazing people of course truly amazing yeah I think part of the problem is Dawn that people that I have met and talked to about joining the team there is this preconception oh but I'm not a teacher or I'm not a chef I'm like okay what is most important to me is that people care Mm -hmm. um yes I we do need people that are fun yeah. Yes, we do need people that are confident. The but in terms of those other two elements, um, if somebody's a mum, maybe they've took a career break and they're good with children, maybe they're a childminder, somebody that there's, there's lots of people, very unfortunately, that are a little bit disenchanted with education. Mm-hmm. The important elements are the, the personality ones, which is why so far within growing my team it's been through referral rather Mm. than an official uh, campaign people that know me and about my ethos and what's important to me um, and that have other friends and family Mm. that know that would be a good fit that is brilliant and I've been really fortunate so far with my team um, that they are like minded people so looking for somebody that is living working within South Birmingham so Green, Shirley, Soli Hill area. Ideally three days at least per week. Mm-hmm. I was just, I've discovered that when the people that I have recruited so far, because you know when you go you you go for an interview and it's all about, well, it's the work-life balance. Yeah. I really mean that. And so if people have said I can only do two days, mm-hmm. I can only do a day, but they are the right person, I'm like, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. And I'm very happy that they're there, they're there. But the demands that we had last year and obviously going into a new area now mm. I would really like somebody that is looking for around, at least 12 hours yeah. um, a week um but yeah to have that very special that they care that they're as I said that they're firm they're confident communicators they get all the training and support that they need mm. and that is it and so you said there South Birmingham so my question to you is do you see this going bigger national for instance of course yeah, yeah good I'm glad you said that yeah of course uh, funny enough I something I listened to your that you said Dawn the other day when you were on one of your podcasts mm-hmm. and I thought yes I also relate to that I don't ever go beyond 12 months mm. uh, I know some experts would say oh you gotta have a three-year plan. for whatever reason I can't do that yeah I put my heart and soul into this 12-month plan yeah Anything beyond that, I can't. But yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. I think things, for me anyway, it's because things change so quickly. If I look back at this time 12 months ago, yeah, I had got a plan, but actually it's gone in many different directions and I've got m- many more new opportunities. And for me personally, if I had a three or five year plan, I'd almost feel like, well, I'm failing. You know, well, I keep changing it and I don't like the changing the goalpost thing. So yeah, I'm totally on board with the 12 month 
thing. And you have to be flexible, don't you? you yes. I think it's about having that goal, being very strong in your approach, but also looking out the side of your eye going, okay, what's my market doing? What is the yeah. demands there? And being able to sort of pivot and definitely flexible. Yeah. Flexible. It's flexible. And, you know, again, isn't that what we left our corporate careers for that tried to shove us into a, a, a square hole? You know, you can be a star shape if you want to or a unicorn shape if you want to. <laughs> so that's the business side. And I know these are connected as well, but the book and the speaking, tell us a bit about those and what you want to do in those areas. Yeah, they, they go hand in hand, really. And I can honestly say, you know, when you go and you listen to somebody speaking and there's quite often a funnel there, mm-hmm. a QR code or whatever, and I'm not knocking that at all. I totally understand it. But as I stand here today, sit here today, I don't I don't feel that's my, me. Mm-hmm. I feel that like, even with all the networking that uh, we've done, Mine isn't about uh, what's in it for me. Mine is about the connections mm-hmm. and ha- genuinely helping people. I, I, maybe it is selfish because it's a really nice feeling when you can help people, isn't it? Yeah, totally. And I really strongly feel, again, it sounds really weird, but I really do feel that I can visualise myself being there, whether it's on stage, whether it's a small group, and really helping people because so many things have happened. Mm. And when we look at talking to other friends, families, um, colleagues, and, you know, whether you talk about all these sort of the the challenges that we have in life, whether it's grief, Mm. whether it's poor health, whether it's mental health, children, not children, we all have very similar experiences but different and I actually feel really fortunate that I've had so much of that happen yeah and I say fortunate because I really think resilience is one of the biggest things that you can have that you can possess yeah and without those experiences I wouldn't have the resilience so when something in my world is a bit rubbish Uh happens but to somebody else is monumental Mm it's not a big deal Mm. okay what do we do yeah and And i think it's been able to appreciate that's not the same for other people yes that is true and you know we've been through some of the same things but what i love about you from when i first met you is that you don't rely on it you don't lead with it and it's not a oh, well, let me tell, you know, oh, well, I, I see your grief. Let me raise you with my grief. It's not about that. It's about the resilience piece. It's about, look what I've done, you know, despite all of that. And, you know, you you like me, you're a very positive person. You're a very real person as well. And that's why what I love about the book is that, it, you know, it's your journey. It's got all of these challenges in there. But it still feels positive and uplifting. And I That's I really, really like that. Me, That's really yeah. important to me, Dawn, because yeah. you, you have got to be very careful, haven't you, about sharing stories yes. and experiences because it is by no means a pity party mm-hmm. at all. So I, I still am navigating my way through that because that's the last thing that I want to appear. So actually yeah. I would probably withdraw and not bring anything up rather than people think that. Um, yeah. That is probably my worst 
thoughts that if anybody thought that but the book and the uh, motivational speaking whilst they go hand in hand they weren't created in that reason mm. in that way if, mm -hmm. if, if you like they are very much on the same path but it's just another way of reaching people so that's how I see it yeah absolutely so we've, you've got a busy year coming up, clearly, with all these things going on. Are you a New Year's resolution person or are you like, so I'm not a New Year's resolution. I just make my goals whenever I like, you know, so I've made some goals from the 16th of December to the 29th of Feb, for instance. So whether you are or whether you're not, what is something that we've not mentioned today, if there is anything that you've set a goal around or that you want to do, or maybe you haven't acknowledged okay. yet? Yeah, no, it's good. I'm not a New Year's resolutions person in terms of make a goal and then finish yeah. it by the 10th of January and yeah. fail. I'm a very, but I am very goals driven. Yes, yep. I seem to have my times of bit times that I'm like that. So September is a real time of review for me. Love that, yeah. It really is. So I'm not going to make a New Year's resolution because everybody else is doing it or because mm -hmm. somebody's telling me to do it. Given a lot of time and thought to where I want to be in terms of my business, but also personally. And I've got a, I can never say this, I always, always want to say algorithm, which is not the right word. You'll help me with this, I'm sure. So <laughs> I've got three words. I haven't got one word. I've got three words. Okay. Because I want different approaches to different parts of my life. Okay. So it's Abby. Okay. Abby stands for... Oh, so acronym. Adam? Acronym. acronym. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. So A is for acceptance. Mm -hmm. B is for brave and I is for intentional. Love that. And the reason why I've given it the acronym is to mm -hmm. remind myself. So A of the acceptance is my personal side of life. Mm -hmm. So whether it's friendships, relationships, you know, when you're like, oh, why does that always happen? Oh, she always does this. Okay. Or, she always does that. And you're yeah. in that cycle. So I'm trying to work towards acceptance. Mm -hmm. That's how they are. That's how our relationship is. Yes. And I'm accepting. That's yeah. how it is. Let's not continue yeah. this cycle. B for brave is I really um, want to be brave in everything that I do, whether it's asking for the business, mm -hmm. whether it's going into new groups of people and going out of my comfort zone. And the intentional, I've recognised that my spending mm -hmm. is very linked to my eating. Okay. So if I'm a little bit fed up, yeah. I may either splurge on the yes. yeah, or emotional eat. So I want to be intentional with both. That's fine about having that slice of cake. That's fine about having that really expensive bracelet. But I'm going to be intentional about it rather mm -hmm. than... Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, totally. So, Abby's me. That's me for this year. I really like that, and I think of like so like words of the year. So mine's abundance this year. It was the same last year. I talked about this in my podcast. I couldn't find. I tried a few on a bit like dresses. Yeah, go back to Ted Baker. Yeah, so I'm like I'm back with abundance because nothing felt nothing resonated as much. But I love that I talked about them as filters. So you know you can run your all of your things through your Abby filter. And also it makes decisions easier and it makes saying yes. no easier or yes, obviously, because it's like, is this in alignment with Abby? No. Well, it's a straight no. It makes it yes. so much easier. Move on. Next. Yes. You know? 100%. Yeah, I love that. And I think that's a really great place to end it. So thank you for being our first returning guest to the podcast. <laughs> thank you for having I me. love that. I'm going to put all Nikki's details in the show notes for you. And 
if you are that person that she's described or just like to have a chat to her because she's lovely and find out a bit more about it, then I would urge you to join her team. If I didn't love what I did so much and I was rubbish at cook, wasn't rubbish at cooking and couldn't spend a lot of time among small children, I would probably join myself. You sound like just the perfect candidate, Dawn. <laughs> Brilliant. I love that. Okay. Well, thanks for listening today, everyone. And I will be back next week with a brand new episode. In the meantime, remember to keep those vibes high. Thank you for listening to the High Vibe Tribe podcast with me, Dawn Owen. I'd love to know what your number one takeaway was from this episode. Feel free to screenshot the episode and tag me in on social media. And if you know someone who would enjoy it too, then don't keep it to yourself. Share the vibes. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you get notified as soon as the next episode drops. If you're not already a part of the High Vibe Tribe community over on Facebook, then come and join us there. The link is in the show notes. And I'll see you on the next episode. In the meantime, keep those vibes high.